0: Hey, so I have good news and I have bad news, and I will do the bad news first because, I mean, I don't know about you, but if someone tells me bad news is coming, I don't have patience for anything else. Give me the bad news. Tell me what I'm in for. So, okay, here it is. The bad news is this podcast, Build for Tomorrow, is going on hiatus. I don't know for how long. It could be a very long time. And I'll explain more about that in a second, but I want to tell you the good news too, which is, this is not goodbye. In fact, you are about to get a lot more of me. That's because I already have a new podcast. It's called Help Wanted, and it comes out twice a week, and it is designed to help you solve all your work problems and maybe even some life problems too. I'm really, really excited about it, and the feedback has already been extraordinary. I will play an episode of it for you in just a few minutes, but I know you're like, wait a second, can we get back to the part about Build for Tomorrow going on hiatus? So yeah, about that. Let me start at the beginning. Longtime listeners will know that this show started in 2016 with a different name. It was called Pessimists Archive, and it was an extension of a popular Twitter feed, and it explored why people used to hate the innovations that today we love, like cars and teddy bears and so on. Doing that show made me curious about the nature of change in general like why do we fear it and how can we overcome that fear and how does that apply to our lives now not just historically and those questions drove me to rebrand the show build for tomorrow and then to write a book that's also called build for tomorrow and it is not an understatement to say that making this show totally changed my life. And I hear from many, many listeners who say that it changed the way that they think, which is the highest possible compliment as far as I'm concerned. But here is the thing. From the beginning, this show was a labor of love in every sense. It used to take me Three months to make an episode because each one required multiple interviews and a ton of research and writing like an 8,000 word script and then assembling all that together and it was just mostly me doing it myself. Eventually, I got the process down to one episode a month, which felt like a Herculean accomplishment, and that was made possible in thanks to paying some very talented people to help me with the research and editing, and you've heard their names in the credits for a while. But still, what you didn't see was me reaching a breaking point like every month to make this thing for years. I would work on it in the morning, late at night. Every episode was a scramble. Two Decembers ago, I finished making an episode of this podcast in the same month that I had to file the first draft of my book and also finish a huge issue of the magazine that I edit. And then for real, I got shingles. I got actual shingles, which is a thing you get when you're old and very stressed out. You want my advice? Don't get shingles. So anyway, after months of being in denial about this, I realized I have reached the actual breaking point. Something needs to change. And as a guy who has spent years making a podcast about change, I had to take what I'd learned seriously. Also in the last few months, something else happened, which is that my friend Nicole Lappin, who is a best-selling money expert, came to me with an idea. What if we created a podcast to help people with their stickiest work problems? It is such an of-the-moment idea because, of course, work feels crazy right now. Everything is changing. We're all trying to figure out how to be successful, but also to be happy, which is basically the theme of this little confessional I'm telling you. There's just so much to know and to balance and to juggle and not enough people to hear from who can help. So Nicole and I decided to do this. We made a new show. It's called Help Wanted. And like I said, I will play an episode for you in a moment. What is Help Wanted? Oftentimes, Nicole and I talk through problems ourselves and get very real about the challenges we've faced in our own careers, but we also bring on listeners who are facing real problems and talk them through it, like someone who's making a great product that nobody is buying and they can't figure out why, or they're looking to make a big career change and don't know the first step to take, or they just got laid off like days before we talked to them. Also, we talk a lot about communication. Nicole and I will read good and bad emails that people send us and break them down. And we are here to help you too. If you have a question for us, all you have to do is reach out. I also do weekly solo episodes where I share the best advice I've gotten and the tactics I use to do all sorts of things like be more productive without burning out or improve your public speaking or write a book or generally just work smarter and achieve more. Help Wanted comes out twice a week, and I think you'll love it, and I hope you'll subscribe. Now, you might think, Jason just talked about being stretched too thin, and now he's putting out literally eight times the number of episodes that he did with Build for Tomorrow, so what is this? To which I say, good point. But this is the power of having a simpler format and an amazing team to handle all the production, which is exactly what Help Wanted is. A big thing I learned From this podcast, Build for Tomorrow, is you cannot just build something you love. You must also build something you can maintain. So to everyone who's been listening to Build for Tomorrow either more recently or for many years, thank you. It has meant so much. I promise this will not be the last time you hear from me on this feed. But also, I am so excited for everything we're doing at Help Wanted, and I hope you'll join me there. You can find Help Wanted wherever you get podcasts or by clicking the link in this episode's show notes. And now, here's Help Wanted. This is Help Wanted, the show that tackles all the big work questions you cannot ask anyone else. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm New York Times bestselling author and money expert, Nicole Lappin. The helpline is open. Hey, Jason, what are we doing today? We are going to help someone make some money, like for real. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, because we have a listener who has called in with a real problem, and she's got days to make a decision.
1: Where did she call?
0: Well, right. So she actually emailed. She emailed at moneynewsnetwork.com which you, dear listener, could do right now if you have a question. And in this case, what we're going to be discussing is what do you do when you have another job offer, and it's a good one, and you want to see if you can get more out of your existing employer. Let's welcome her in.
2: Chelsea. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. So you have a question. What is that question? So I'm an executive assistant at a large global organization with over 10 years of experience. Um, occasionally, based on my resume, I have recruiters reach out uh, who I typically shrug off because I'm happy with where I'm at in my current organization. I have amazing benefits and I'm paid fairly. However, a recruiter reached out a few weeks back and asked me to come on board to their team for a little over 30% more of what I'm making now, as well as a senior title. So my question is, how do I present this information to my current employer when I want to stay, but ultimately don't want to let that significant financial leap pass me by.
0: The first thing that I really love that you said here is that you know what you would like out of this because you said you want to stay. So what they're offering is appealing and you would like that, but you want to marry that or at least part of it with your current situation.
2: Right, right. I want to say, you know, I... We do get, you know, the annual increases, but it's like, you know, that 4% year over year is, is a little tricky to keep being excited about when I have yeah. opportunity and sometimes other things come up too, where it's just,
1: it's a hard one. It is. I think the biggest question for you is what is more important, the current job or the money?
2: I don't really care about the senior title as much. I do have 10 years of experience, but I have a young family, you know, so to be able to have that increase, pay for daycare or pay for my vehicles or, you know, help with the mortgage would be amazing. I just don't know how different the two roles would really be. Honestly, the one thing that sticks out to me the most is is the culture of my organization is so focused on diversity equity and inclusion that's my my passion for work
1: i don't know but then it's like this is
2: 30 percent of an increase which
1: so it's the money (laughs) it's the money it's the money it's always the money and this is
2: like literally the perfect day and time to be having this conversation because i have to make a decision by monday morning so
0: oh my god and we're talking on a thursday so this is looming
2: yes let's get down to business so who do you report to i support four high-level vice presidents in the organization but i report to one of them
1: okay and that person the vice president mr mrs vice president miss mr vice president okay let's call him bob He would be the one that would approve a pay increase or not, right? I think so. Okay. So who wants to be Bob? (laughs) I'll be Bob. All right. We're going to role play. I guess it would be important to know, like, what is on Bob's mind right now. Like... What is the climate? What's the microclimate within the company? Is Bob under pressure from his Bob uh, for you know bad numbers? Is he being praised right now? Like, where is Bob standing in the organization, as far as you can tell?
2: Bob is at record highs.
1: Cool. So, that's great. Right. Yes. Good job, Bob.
2: And how much are you making right now? Uh, Eighty-five thousand. And
1: the the new job would be one hundred and twenty thousand.
0: Oh, that's a jump.
1: Yeah. And where, well, maybe we can just role play and see where you would go with it. What do you think? Bob, are you in character? <laughs> <For
0: Bob. laughs> just give me a moment. Give me a moment. I'm <laughs> finding my inner Bob. Okay, I found him. Is Bob, wait, and wait, wait. wait. I, no, I need to. Geez, wait, I just no need more, to, more questions. Oh, I just need to know one, one more thing. Very quickly. What's Bob like? Nice guy, very straightforward, laid back. What is, what's Bob?
2: Bob's very nice guy. He's got definitely an... In- engineer's brain so he's constantly telling jokes but they're definitely dad jokes and dry yeah (laughs) yeah he's a good guy though i like him a lot
0: okay that's uh that's great to know okay and scene
2: okay so good morning bob we're in our weekly one-on-one we've likely gone through our week plan and i wanted to say could we shift gears for a second um so and this is why i'm here right (laughs) because i'm just lost at where to go Mm -hmm. so um
0: hey chelsea how it's great to see you what's going on
2: hi so so i wanted to shift gears on you a little bit um i was recently approached by someone within my circle who um who presented me with an opportunity and typically i shrug these off but this is one that i couldn't ignore Hmm. there's a role within a large company that you're probably aware of and maybe i shouldn't even say shouldn't even reference the company. But there is an opening for a senior level executive assistant position, and they are offering close to you know 35% of an increase. Oh boy. To bring me on board. Um, I mean, I'm just having a hard time, and I know you've had these conversations with other people on our teams in the past, and I so that's why I'm here coming to you asking for advice, but I'm you know, I, I love it here. I love the people, I love the culture. Um, but I'm not sure where to go from here, knowing that my annual increase is going to be around five percent. Um, it's just a, a large leap. and like I've said to you in the past, the the title isn't necessarily important to me, but I do realize that that also opens doors and'm I'm, I'm just wondering how you suggest or how. How we can move forward, and if there could be any potential changes to my annual increase, what are your thoughts, Bob?
0: Well, boy, Chelsea, you're very valued here. Uh, I, I really appreciate all the great work that you do, Tim, we've we've been doing great here in this team. I, I would love to keep this team together, uh, and we've given you a lot of raises over the years. You, you know, you've been here, and we've we've increased that salary. And uh, you know, as you know the economy is tightening up, so the budgets here are getting a little tighter. We're trying to think about battering down the hatches a little bit uh, like any good engineer does and so I, I i you know i I wonder if you are gonna be as valued in that that other company. We've got a really really good thing going here i, I I'd love to see how to make it work, but mm, that's a that's a really big leap
2: right it is. And then would I even go into saying how I could potentially bring value to the other organization? I feel like that's not necessary. I already know, you know, deep within myself, I don't feel like I need to explain, you know, this is why I would be leaving. I mean, it's it's the check.
1: (laughs) Maybe it would be helpful to sort of transition into explaining what it is you would want. So. I would like to stay here, but I need this increase something so you can direct the conversation toward your ultimate
0: goal. I think that's great advice because you have not done that yet. You have just asked Bob what Bob thinks. And Bob has told you what he thought.
2: yeah, that's that's so true. And another question I had for you guys. so I like there's a number I'd be willing to stay for that is not necessarily thirty plus percent it might be 15%. It might be 20%. It would be 15. If they gave me 15, I would stay. But how do I make sure that I'm asking? Should I ask for more than what I want? Or should I ask for exactly? I'm not trying to play games by any means. I just don't know how to best advocate for for that check essentially.
1: Okay. So I would go back. Let's go back into the scene. Um, I'm directing this Oscar-winning future film. Um, (laughs) And so I would say, why don't you try it? Let's practice and tell Bob what you want. Chelsea, action. Okay. Thanks so much. Really appreciate
2: your insight. Um, What I'm wondering is if you would consider giving me a 15% raise as opposed to the 5% raise for this year, Um, in exchange for my continued outstanding work.
0: Well, Chelsea, I I appreciate that. I appreciate you being so straightforward with what you're looking for. Um, You know, this isn't a decision that I get to make by myself. I have to talk to Bob, my superior. Mm -hmm. And so I think what I need to know going into that conversation is, is is that a hard number that you're giving us where... If we can't match it, then you're going to leave? Or is there flexibility there? 15% is the hard number. Yeah. and Chelsea, tell me, are there other things that we could do here that would improve your experience, your standing? Are you looking for other things that might help you stay that aren't just monetary? Because again, like I said, budgets are getting tighter and we really value you, want to keep you around, but want to understand if it's just money here or could we talk about things like maybe some changing benefits or additional time off or anything like that
2: um that's an interesting question however i really i don't think so i'm it's the compensation for me that's that's my motivation at this point
0: all right i totally appreciate that i respect that and i'm going to talk to bob and i'm going to get back to you and cut scene stick around help wanted we'll be right back Welcome back to Help Wanted. Let's get to it.
1: Okay, Chelsea, why why did you ask for 15% and not the full amount that you were getting offered?
2: I think because if I was hired today at my current company, I'm close enough to talent and HR and compensation where I believe that's where the hiring range would be.
1: If you think that's where it's going to end, which it may very well end that way, my suggestion would be to open your ask at the other offer and say that you could be open to further discussions, but that's the amount that you would be leaving for.
0: I like that because you want to create a dialogue here. You know that you have some wiggle room. And I think it's important to know what your leverages in any kind of negotiation and also what your flexibility is some of which you'll flash and some of which you won't and by starting out lower you have already bargained yourself down which means that you give them no flexibility to bargain with you because you said i'm going to get this amount of money over there i'm going to give you a discount on it which means that i'm discounting me but we got to hold at that discount, right? Because you saw as soon as you gave me that, Bob's instinct is immediately to understand what kind of flexibility you have. He wants to know what we're dealing with here. Are we dealing with someone who's ready to walk out the door or someone who's ready to talk? Because what Bob knows is that there's some more money for you. The team is doing very well. You're valued. There's some more money. But he doesn't want to give you all of it. And he knows that Replacing you is a pain in the ass, but also switching jobs is a pain in the ass. And so he thinks that if he can give you something, you might stick around. And there's value to you in just sticking around, but you really boxed yourself into a corner by discounting yourself and then creating a hard stop.
2: Why well, my mind is just blown to the, blown at the fact that I didn't even think that way. Like why did I did I just assume that I needed to start? low to stay, as if them keeping me is some type of burden for them. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna have
0: to. Yeah. I mean, keeping you is certainly not a burden. Losing you is a burden. One of the great challenges that employers have right now is talent retention and attracting great new talent. So when you're ready to walk out the door, the first thing they're thinking about is, crap, this is exactly what we talked about, that we have to retain our talent. And they, they, they might have even, you know what, the craziest thing for me was the very first time that I got an offer to go to another job. I was a junior editor at a magazine, and uh, I ended up taking it because I didn't like their counteroffer. And then one of the senior people came up to me and said, you know what, we came up with a flight risk list at the beginning of the year the employees that we were pretty sure were going to leave this year because we weren't paying them enough. And you were on that list. So look at that. Bob very well may know you are underpaid considering how long you've been there. And that something like this is going to happen. But they have an idea of what they're willing to pay to keep you. And it's probably something, but it's not going to be piles of you know Scrooge McDuck cash. So you need to give them some flexibility so that the risk of losing you is worth them figuring out how much money they can scrounge up for you.
1: So, remind me, it's 85 to 135? 125. 125. Okay. I tend to think with negotiations, if you don't throw out the high number, you'll never get there. Oftentimes, you know, career financial experts will say that that's not the best negotiating tactic. I like that because this is a pretty large jump. So I would say it's starting at 125. I, you know, I'd love to stay here, you know, of course, but I, I need to follow the money. And so if you guys, um, you know, can match or beat, like, I don't know why we're going down. Yeah. Why aren't we going up? Yeah, that's so true. I think that the direction needs to swim the other Boop.
2: Yeah. If, if, especially if I say, you know, it's the money, then shoot, where the wherever it is, great. <laughs> but I should follow that way. That's, that's really good. Advice.
1: Yeah. Or you can just talk about an overall compensation package. So, you know, Jason Bob asked you, what else would you want? You would say, you know, I want this overall compensation package to at least match or beat what my competing offer on the table is right now. And so there's some wiggle room there where it's like, okay, well, we can, you know, maybe they come back with, hey, we can scoot base comp up to, you know, 115 and then give you, you know, X amount more PTO or something else that stock options, uh, uh, other benefits that create an overall comp pack of where you want to be at 125. Or, you know, is there a path that you see? to some other senior position that maybe you guys can chat about that's not formal, but a path towards something else, or or, or this is the role that you want forever and ever at the end. No, I mean not forever and ever.
2: I have a certain trajectory for to me, it's you know, it's all about the people. I mentioned diversity, equity, and inclusion is massive within the company and like I talked to my boss about this during my performance review, you know, I basically laid out if there was a perfect job for me, this would be it. It doesn't yet exist. So in the future, I'd like to be more involved in projects and initiatives within that scope.
0: Is now a time to throw that into the discussion?
2: I don't think so. I think it's a little early. I've been with the organization just two years now. And I feel like I'm still a newbie.
0: And that, by the way, is going to also play into the way that employers are thinking about talent retention right now, because the big conversation is we can't all just compete on money alone. Number one, there just isn't the budget, but also because, you know, a lot of companies pay well and... So what can you actually do to attract and retain the greatest talent? And the answer is often not just money, but lifestyle, which is why you're seeing a lot of companies experiment more than they were originally comfortable with, with work from home stuff and perks like unlimited vacation, which of course nobody can actually take like that, but it sounds really nice. What happens, Chelsea, if you start to think of this conversation with Bob as there's nothing to lose here? There's nothing to lose. Because on the other side of this is a great offer with significantly more money and a better title. So there's actually nothing to lose here. So the the idea that we would discount you is crazy. But also, <laughs> frankly, the idea that they wouldn't right now move you into the role that you actually want to be in is also crazy to think about because... You just told me that they wouldn't do it or that you haven't been there long enough. And you know what? Maybe that's true. But also, who the hell cares? Because if they say no, you just have a great place to go afterwards. So if you start to think of this as simply a cannot lose opportunity where you either get enough or every part of what you want out of Bob or peace out, Bob. It's been great telling engineering jokes with you. I'm off (laughs) to this other place. That's good, too. So true.
1: Chelsea, can you lose?
2: Yes or no? No, I cannot lose in this scenario. I'm very adaptable, so I'm like, I'll jump right into an organization. No big deal. I've done it several times before, so I'm ready.
0: So now, doesn't that doesn't that change the way that you approach this?
2: It does. I felt like maybe I brought too much emotion into it and somewhat even other people's emotion, you know, how is Bob going to feel? Is he going to think I'm some kind of traitor or you know, after he's given me X amount of opportunity and how are the other leaders gonna feel and things like that. But um But how do
1: you feel is the most important.
2: Yeah, and I feel freaking pumped to be having this, <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, conversation and and the
0: offer. I think that's great. I mean, I do think that it's worth thinking about how Bob feels because yeah. then you can connect with Bob and try to maximize your chances of getting what you want out of Bob. But we're not here to protect Bob's feelings. And Bob also understands that you are both people, but you are also in a business relationship and people got to talk business. So I think it's fine to be mindful of that and even to get a little personal. I mean, whenever I'm negotiating something, I will often explain why the amount of money matters to me. I'll just give you a, a quick example, which is that I do a lot of speaking. People pay me a speaking fee, and I will often be in a situation where they'll try to talk me down from my fee. And I always say to them, look, I, I, I totally appreciate you know, whatever budget you're working with. But just so you understand, when I speak, that means that I'm traveling away from my family. And the agreement that I have with my wife, who has to take care of our kids by herself when I'm traveling, is that it only makes sense for me to leave the family if I'm earning enough money for it to be meaningful to the family. And that's why this number matters to me. Now, here I am being personal. But I'm also standing firm, and I'm also giving them a reason why I have to stand firm. And that way, it can be both business and human, but without sacrificing what I ultimately am looking for.
1: Yeah, that's such a good point. I have plenty of things I can reference. All right. Can we do it really quick one more time? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Deep breath. And
0: okay, here we go. Hey Chelsea, how's it going? Act- Hold on. Oh, no, ah, no. gosh,
1: I, 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 you guys are kind of got my part. <laughs> and action.
0: Hey Chelsea, how's it going? Great, Bob. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. It's another good day at the company.
2: Good deal. Good deal. Well, we've got all of our um, weekly tasks out of the way. Do you mind if I shift gears on you for a little bit?
0: Oh, sure. Sure. What's up?
2: So I have recently been approached by a recruiter who has um, explained and offered an opportunity within another organization. Um, You know how much I love working here. I love the people. I love the culture. I love my role in general. However, this organization is offering a $120,000 base along with options Mm. And a senior executive assistant title. Oh, as I, you know, like I said, I love it here, but I'm, I would be remiss to dismiss this financial opportunity ahead of me. So I'm wondering if we can have a conversation regarding, um, you know, this organization potentially matching or beating the current offer. Um, Otherwise, I think, I think I will need to take it.
0: Well, Chelsea, first of all, I appreciate you asking that because we really value you here and would love to find a way to make it work. And congratulations, it's a, a great offer and, and well-deserved. Do you have any flexibility here? Because, of course, budgets are tight, we're going into a possible recession, and uh, uh, what you're asking for here is, is quite a large bump from what you have now. So are you able to go a little lower? Can we maybe meet you halfway?
2: There may be some wiggle room. Um, however, at this point, I don't think I'm willing to negotiate halfway down. I guess I would appreciate if you could have a conversation with whomever you need to and and see where we can be. Um, I do need to make a concrete decision within the next 48 hours.
0: Hmm. Chelsea, you know, as you're talking, I'm just Thinking back to other conversations that we've had and about your ambitions uh, working here, and we have this other division that I know you're really excited about and and might want the opportunity to work in, would you be interested in something like that where you shift over and do a little more of the work that you're very passionate about and and that we've talked about and we would find a a salary that works over there?
2: Uh, I might consider that. I'm not sure how quickly you could put something together. I know we laid out a position last week during my performance review that is not yet created. Um, but like I said, if you could get back to me with um, a plan with financials tied to it that work, then I I would probably be open to that.
0: Mm, and by work, would you be willing to take something that you know the people on that team aren't quite making what you're? Proposing here at at uh, 120, so uh, we would find something that that is commensurate with the work, and we would set you on a path for you know future growth here. But I don't know that we're exactly going to be able to match what you're asking for right now. Would that would that still be okay? Because it certainly would be more in line with what you're looking to do here at the company. Um,
2: unfortunately, not uh, the. The new potential company has that space as well, and it's actually in its infancy toddler stage. So I would be a part of evolving that and um, in that transformation. So that's kind of what's what's leading me over there as well. The dollars would need to be there.
0: Okay. All right. Well, Chelsea, I appreciate you bringing it to me. I totally understand the position that you're in. Uh, you're very valued here. And um, I'm going to talk to Bob and we'll get back to you shortly.
2: Okay, that sounds great. Thanks so much. I
0: thought that was great. great.
2: (laughs) I felt comfortable, too. Like You guys guys have given me the confidence needed to walk in and just say, here's what it is. And hopefully you can beat it. But if not, then I'm going to go start this transformation over here.
0: Yeah. Between the first and the second. The first time your pitch to Bob was basically a very slow, awkward dance (laughs) around the subject. Which... Kind of dead end concluded with, what do you think, Bob? Yeah. Which was not the way to do it, but this one was direct. You knew what you were looking for. You were clear and coherent about what you have on offer and the value that you can provide to the company. You made it clear that you don't want to leave, but that you will if you need to. And you didn't give Bob a whole lot of wiggle room, um, but you were friendly and made it clear that uh, a very good offer could keep you
2: yeah, totally amateur hour previously. But <laughs> yes, this is great. See, this is why you guys are helping. This is, this
1: is awesome. I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> Will you call us and tell us how it went?
2: Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much. You truly have given me a ton of confidence and just um, motivation to know what what I'm worth and what I'm capable of and what I can't do at this organization i might be able to do somewhere else so i really really appreciate
1: it
0: hell yeah go get it all
1: right go get them chelsea
0: help wanted is a production of money news network help wanted is hosted by me jason pfeiffer
1: and me nicole lapin our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. If you want some help, email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at News and TikTok at Network for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces. Maybe a little dance?
0: Oh, I didn't sign up for that.
1: All right. Well, talk to you soon.